You're listening to the FYI Podcast, where we talk about all things faith, life, and adulting. And I'm Josiah Keneally. And I'm Micah Keneally. We are your hosts. And every Friday, we drop a new episode unpacking one of your questions. And we're thankful that you're listening, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. And we want to help you start your weekend um, off strong as we unpack today's question. Today's question came in and you can, by the way, submit questions through Instagram. It's at FYI podcast, as well as if you visit us online, it's FYI-podcast.com. The question of the day and this week is how can I start my summer off strong? Babe, what do you think? Oh my gosh. That's a great question, first of all. Second of all, if you are a young adult, you know that you can get into the trap or fall into the trap of wasting your summer. I'm from North Dakota, so I realized, you know what, you have three months, May, June, July, August. May is pretty much eaten up by wrapping up the rest of the school year generally, right? So you have June, July, and August and to really kick off a good summer, but to kick it off, that's the question I guess that we're getting to today. And I would say number one, you need to decide. Decide what you wanna walk away with by the end of the three, four months that you have off. And I think that's the number one thing that you have to start off with, deciding what is important for you to accomplish, what is important for you to lean into, what is it? What is important to walk away from or um, really grow in. I mean, you need to identify first and foremost. And I think what this person asking the question is they, they're deciding that they want to start the summer, summer off strong. So strong is number one. I think deciding right now what you want to walk away with within the next three, four months of your vacation, quote unquote, summer months. It's amazing. And um, speaking of which, we are coming off of the YA weekend. We yeah. just spent... We, we just spent the last um, weekend literally with hundreds of young adults in Alexandria, Minnesota, and uh, we were, we're in North Dakota now recording this live, right babe? We are back in my home state. And uh, But we just spent this last weekend, the YA weekend, there was hundreds of young adults literally doing just that, starting their summer off strong, gathering together growing in our faith, lifting up the name of Jesus. We saw 28 young adults recommit or give their life to Christ for the very first time. And that was a stake in the ground moment. And Mike, it's funny that you um, started the episode off by saying like decide. Um, As I read this question, I was just thinking of it's May 19th as we record today's episode. It'll air tomorrow, May 20th. And uh, technically, that's not even the first day of summer yet. But where I went is I picture, okay, it's about to be Memorial Day this month at the end of May. And by the time you need to start thinking about Labor Day, the first week of September, you might be going back to college. You might be headed back to campus. You might be actually... um, starting a new job or moving across town or just adulting whatever that looks like but I love that you had just said decide and the three words that I follow that up with it would be set the tone Mm. and Micah we've both experienced this but kind of 
a new year, say January 1st, people think of their New Year's resolutions, and it kind of sets the tone for maybe their year. But I can relate to this, how I started my summer, it set the tone with the, the group of people I hung out with in my years of young adulthood, the first week of summer. That was kind of my tribe that I rolled with throughout the whole summer. And so I would say set the tone strong, decide, like you said, babe, um, just what, what you want to walk away with, maybe set some audacious goals. But we were just at the weekend and Mike and Matt used a video in his message and I'm gonna have you put you on the spot a little bit but it was kind of talking about the importance of God's Word in our lives what do you remember about that video oh, well first of all it was a very powerful video and very eye-opening I think as a leader as a pastor and as just a follower of Christ like the thing that stuck out to me is one of two things one was just when you read your Bible, that's essentially the premise of this. When you read your Bible and spend time with God, the likeliness, the percentage of things in your life increase. So for those people who were part of this study, they found that if you read the Bible four times a week or more, at least four, your ability to be lonely decreased your willingness to share the gospel and evangelize, I remember this, went up 200%. Wow. And there were just some other stats and statistics that went with that, but I, I guess what I'm leaning into, the big thing is like, how many of us are, are you know, wanting to grow in life and grow in our relationship with God and people and just the confidence that God wants us to walk out in, but we're not willing to put forth the effort to spend time with Him. And in the study, they found that when you spend four or more days of devotion, like doing a devotion four times a week or more throughout seven days, just the increase of your hunger for the Lord, your ability to retain and obtain the Word of God, your spirituality, growth, and everything else that can kind of be influenced by that. So I guess that's what really stood out to me, but I think what I've run into a lot with young adults is, well, I don't feel comfortable or confident in sharing my faith because in the world out there, well, that's good for you. But hey, when you know who Jesus is, and you know who you are in Christ, and you know that you have an answer for somebody else's problem, you are not the answer. Our relationship with Jesus is the ultimate answer. And them submitting their life to Christ, that's what our, you know, the ultimate goal of is when we see people be discipled and accept the Lord and salvation. But when your ability to do that increases by 200%, that means you are living on mission. So I think that's what really stood out to me, Josiah. Is there anything you want to add to that that really stood out to you, I guess? Man, I think you hit it on the head with that. And I think the thing that surprised me is if you're reading the Bible zero, one, two, or three days a week, um, it had negligible effect on your life, on your faith, on any aspect of, you know, and then it was like you said, four days or more and we advocate for the daily reading of God's Word. Right. And uh, I know what it's like to have plenty of noise or distractions. Um, we can all make moves or make excuses like Andy Minio says. And uh, I just think that that's really important. And I also think of here a quote from Tony Robbins, who's an author and a bit of a motivational speaker. But he said that just knowing what to do isn't good enough. He goes, a lot of people know what to do and they're not doing it. 
So it's actually taking action and adding to your knowledge action, like doing something with your faith. Like, And so I just wrote down a few things, like you said, of course, abiding with Jesus, spending time in his word, worship, prayer, devotion, all of those things are key to the foundation of building our lives on the rock, on the cornerstone. And then when wind comes and waves blow, um, our life is built on him. And so we'll stand. And I think the second thing, and I think of this specifically for young adults, is God and community. Our life looks a lot like our friends. Our future looks a lot like our friends. It's often been said, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That's true. And it might sound cliche, but it's cliche because it's true. And you know what? Our future looks a lot like our friendships. And I would say also goals. Setting some audacious goals, making some bold requests known to God and to people. It might be applying for that job or applying for that promotion or applying for that dream school. Um, Sometimes we have to ask scripture is clear we have not because we ask not and I would just say along the lines of godly community you might say it it doesn't exist in my community on my campus I'm the only young adult in my church I'm the only young adult well I would just say to step out in faith in prayer and look for somebody to join their faith with yours I think of a girl named Rachel at the time Parsons She was about 20 years old. She might have been only 18. I was about 20. And she just started a Bible study one summer at her parents' house. Week one, 50 young adults show up. (laughs) That's incredible. And I look at, that was one of the first young adult small groups or Bible studies that I was ever a part of. And what it took was a bold Rachel to take a step of faith And I think that God used that summer to plant seeds in my heart of what young adult ministry and godly community could really look like. And so I would just say maybe in your community, in your town, might be small or large, in your church, on your campus, I would just say maybe God's calling you to step out in faith and to start a summer small group. It'll grow your faith. You might want to find a co-leader. You might want to find a pastor. Um, to see if there's any Bible studies or resources or DVDs or right now media, you can for sure reach out to us. We don't have all, you know, the resources, but what we have, we will share. And um, but I would just say that those are some of the building blocks. For it starts in prayer, it ends in prayer, and then it involves us going to bat, stepping out in faith, and we want that for you. To not only start your summer off strong, but to finish your summer strong. Yeah, and I would just add the last challenge. In all aspects of your life, show up. Just show up. Show up in the presence of God. Show up ready for your summer job. Show up ready for your friend groups. Show, like, just show up. I think that's a big thing is, like, you don't experience things that God has for you because we're not showing up, right? You're not going to come to a baseball field ready to play softball or baseball or volleyball if you don't have the gear, right? You need to show up and get in the game. And I think that's what God is showing us in this day and age is, like, we need to show up in order to you know, experience the goodness of him. And when we show up, guess what? He shows up. 
and he's always present, but if we can't acknowledge him and we're not ready to see what he has, we're not going to be ready for what's next because we haven't been able or willing to steward what's right before us, you know, in whatever season that we're in. I'm talking to myself right now. I'm hopefully connecting with a listener right now. So when I say show up, like that's something we don't share anything that we're not willing to do ourselves. Right, Josiah? Yeah. And that's just something that God's been showing me is I need to show up so he can show off. Because if I try to show off, hey, nobody's going to show up, right? So I just want to encourage you, if you feel like you're in a season where show up to church, show up to that Bible study, show up and, and do your best. Show up and put your best foot forward. Show up and serve, whatever that looks like for you. So starting your summer off strong is you, you know, choosing some of those things that we just talked about and apply what apply, like is applicable to your situation, your season, and whatever God may be calling you to. So that's all I have to say right there is hopefully that's encouraging. Yeah, and I want to talk to somebody who has a past that maybe you don't want your future to look like. Mm. And this summer can be different. I think somebody's wondering if, if you're going to fall into the same traps of the enemy, live the same life, surrounded by the same temptations, get stuck in the same old habits. And I think that something does need to change. And by you surrounding yourself with Catholic community, stepping up in faith, showing up in the right places, involves also avoiding the wrong places. And so nobody knows you like you. And if, and I would just say, if you know the areas that have been slippery slopes in the past, man, maybe those are some parties or some places or some even restaurants or bars. Like maybe there's some places that you don't want to frequent this summer. You don't want to go to at all because that you have a destiny and you have, are called to a legacy. And like we had this moment driving from your hometown, Washburn, to Bismarck, and we spent some time today at Evangel Assembly of God. We had delicious coffee at Joy House Coffee. So thank you, Evangel. Thank you, Joy House. And as we drove there, there was a billboard. I think it's called Mighty Mo's Coffee. Mighty Missouri Coffee. And will you just share the story that was a defining moment in your life, in your faith, that set the trajectory for the life that you're now living as a young adult and an adult? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the billboard, we'll all come into the picture in a second, but um, I was a student and I was praying, I was at a four-year university, I was studying business communication, and there was this guy in one of my classes, his name was Brian Jackson, and just super outgoing guy, super nice, very friendly, so we would connect like, you know, in class every day or whatever, and there was a small group of us that loved class and loved business and studying and everything, so I remember visiting with him one day, and He's like, hey, like, I know you've been talking about looking for a church, and I don't know what you're actually looking for, but if you want, you can come to church with me. My band is playing in the youth building. And I was like, I don't really know. And I was like, okay, fine. So I, I, I went. I went and checked it out. And come to find out that that was the reigniting of my relationship with Christ, more or less, I'll say. And his band played in the, the youth building at Evangel in Bismarck, North Dakota, and it was called The Element was the building. And that's really like just one invitation changed the trajectory of my life, or one reintroduction to who Jesus is and what he can do, because he was a part of a Christian band with these two or three other guys, and it was just really eye-opening to see like another young, a young man living for the Lord, you know, playing music, invited me 
um, in a business class to come check it out. And little did he know, or little did I know, that that was a church that I was going to get baptized in. That was a church where I was going to, you know, receive some gifts from the Lord. That was the church where I interned and was called into ministry and was able to serve under some amazing leadership. And the really cool thing is to see the, the billboard, Mighty Missouri, is a coffee beanery and a coffee shop and coffee that he's actually um, been able to, like, start this business and it's just super fun to celebrate people who've had a significant impact in your life, even though I don't even know if he actually knows all those details. But I'm just really grateful for, not like my name is Zuri Coffee, but Brian Jackson, the person behind the, the product, the person in the classroom living for the Lord, the person serving God faithfully, the person inviting young adults. So I just, my prayer is like, if you're a young adult, start inviting. If you have a church and you know it's solid, start inviting people who might say no but you know what they might say yes like I did and have their life completely redirected so I guess that's what we kind of talked about um, on the ride there and maybe you're listening you're like well I don't have a Brian Jackson in my life um, to invite me anywhere I just want to encourage you just to keep praying to keep pressing on and maybe start checking out some churches or young adult ministries that you can become a part of so I guess that's the realization that I had to see a billboard with one of my friends names attached to it in some weird way um, but also my story um, is just a part of his story and some one invitation I guess I love it one invitation can change everything right it can actually echo into all of eternity and uh, I'd say like maybe somebody's been inviting you and maybe they've been a bit aggressive maybe they've been maybe you've needed to extend somebody some grace who's over invited you but I'd, I'd rather somebody over invite me somewhere and under invite me and so if, if somebody's been on your case a little bit like check it out what do you have to lose and maybe you, you you do have indeed like like I just said everything to gain and maybe maybe God's putting somebody on your heart I would just pray that names faces DMs cell phone numbers would be flashing through my mind your mind Micah and the listener's mind of like who can we invite this summer to encounter the hope, the life, the transformation, the love of God that, that we've never, maybe maybe they've never known. So we're all one invitation away. And so we just want to invite you to continue the journey with us this summer. Let's grow together. Let's let it be a summer where we're never the same because we've invited God into to be the Lord and the Savior and the leader of our life. And so that comes to the close of this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the FYI podcast. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.